world of Pokemakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD. For some people, Pokemon are pets. Others, use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokemon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we made some fossil Pokemon. Yeah. We decided to put a twist on fossil Pokemon by making them poison types inspired by the La Brea Tar Pits in California. We talked about two lines of Pokemon. We made Smilekit, which evolves into Glaciaber. We also have Terratot, which evolves into Terra Titan. Sabercat and Glaciaber based on a Smilodon or a Sabertooth Tiger and they're Poison Ice type. While Terratot and Terra Titan being birds, they're Poison Flying. And today, we're gonna make a gym. Ah, oh, we're going back to making more gyms, so we must have a new guest for that then. No! What? It's my turn. Oh. We figured, since gyms are like the most fun thing to make, that's why we <laughs> do them with our guests. It's not fair that we don't get to make gyms. We've got our self-insert characters in Professor's Fur and Fig, so the gym leaders won't be necessarily fully self-inserts, but it's still fun to think about the puzzles and the types and the signature Pokemon. Yeah, we each wanted to be able to make a gym ourselves as well. And also it allows us to fill in more character types that our guests, who are all roughly in the same age group as we are, yeah. uh, <laughs> don't quite fill in. And Alex is going first because when you're hearing this episode, tomorrow is her birthday! Gym for my birthday! Yay! Everyone wish out to happy birthday! So to get things started, we'll be making your gym and your gym leader, of course, so we'll be going to the Fame Checker! Alright, Alex, so, first all-important question, what type will your gym be? We decided that we wanted our gyms to be either the first or the last gyms that you encounter. So I am making the first gym in Pokemon North. It's going to be based in the most southern part of the region, right near Red Beach. Red Beach is obviously a beach, and <laughs> we don't want a water type. Nope. So, sand is a ground type thing. Absolutely. In general, when we talk about sand in Pokemon, we're thinking ground. Ground type specialists in Pokemon in the past, there's never been anything earlier than the fifth gym. And it's also one of the least commonly used specialist types out there. Generation 1 had Giovanni, I guess. <laughs> Nothing thematic about it, though. Generation 4 was the next one, and it had Bertha in the Elite Four. Generation 5 had Clay, and he was funny at his whole mine aesthetic, as well as being like a rich oil tycoon type character. Yeah. And then Generation 7 gave us Hapu with her horse on the ranch, and was fun. But that's it. That's the only ground type specialist we've had. Yeah, there are not very many. No. A lot of room to explore. So, yeah. Let's make a ground type gym. Yeah, a really fun thematic ground type gym at that. Yes specifically dealing with the sand on the beach. Yeah. So all of our gyms are also some kind of venue, some kind of business. I'm thinking that this is some kind of beach resort. Yeah. Picture a little private beach cropped off by rocks. Natural rock outcrops. Yeah, yeah. A little secluded beach area with a hotel out in front yeah. that you need to go through to access this beach. And that's where the gym is. Mm. Now when you say hotel, I'm not picturing your typical inner city high-rise hotel. I'm picturing luxury summery resort type place. It's yes. relatively flat and spread out a bit because there's enough space here for that. Yeah, it's a fancy beach hotel. So you check in at the front desk and they tell you to go on through and proceed to the beach out back. Hello, have you booked a room? Oh, you're here for the gym challenge. Well, head this way. <laughs> yeah, they know that people come in for gym challenges of all course. the time. And they direct you to the beach and there's a bunch of gym trainers doing various things in the sand. There's one that's buried that you come across. <laughs> um, there's some playing like beach volleyball 
volleyball, yeah. um, building sandcastles. The gyms being businesses, you kind of expect the gym trainers to be the staff of the business. <laughs> this seems much more like they are the customers and the patrons of the business. Yeah. <laughs> Which is They're fine. They're just hanging out. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's a lot more fun than just, here's someone who's stood next to it monitoring everything. Well, here's the thing of why they're scattered around the beach. Okay. The puzzle that you have to complete in order to challenge the gym leader is a sand sculpture. Naturally. <laughs> you specifically said sand sculpture, not necessarily like sand castles. Not necessarily a sand castle. Because while my gym trainer will absolutely have Sandy Gast yeah. on her team, I want the signature Pokemon to not necessarily be sand castle again. Yeah, if the gym puzzle is just about sand castles, that's a pretty strong idea that you'd expect that to be the main thing for the gym. So it's just going to be a general sand sculpture. So there's a station on the beach that you go to to build your sand sculpture and there are various different Pokemon that you can build. Yeah. You can build a Diglett out of sand. You can build a Stunfisk out of sand. <laughs> I want to build a Golurk. Yeah. Uh, or a Garchomp. Donphan with a big trunk. Yeah. So there's a few different options of ground type Pokemon that you can make out of sand. <laughs> when, if, when it's the first gym, they're like all unevolved. Yeah. And then when it's the eighth gym, they're the evolved forms. The first gym, oh, you're not skilled enough yet to build a Don fan. No, you've got to build a little fan pee. Yeah. You can't build a Garchomp. You've got to build a Gibble. Yeah. <laughs> so there are still options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're it's... either building Diglett or Dugtrio. <laughs> <laughs> Diglett or three Diglets. Because here's the thing. I want there to be various levels of difficulty set <laughs> about in the sculptures that you can choose. Because to get the pieces you need for the sculptures, you have to interact with the gym trainers that are also hanging out on the nice, beach. Nice, nice. The puzzle itself is basically a Tangram puzzle. Ah, uh, yeah. Tangram, yeah, they're really cool. I love Tangrams. Yeah. I had a Tangram puzzle as a kid. I loved it so much. It doesn't really fit, but it kind of makes me want to do like a regional variant of Porygon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a Tangram, but it's sand. That part, it's like, okay, but that's doing too much in the Pokemon. For a gym puzzle, it's great. Yeah. For a Pokemon, like, why is it that many things? But it makes me want it. So basically, <laughs> you need to acquire, I think you're probably just getting like little molds for sand yeah, shapes sure. from the gym trainers. And depending on which sculpture you want to make, you need to collect pieces from different numbers of gym trainers. Nice. You don't necessarily have to battle all the gym trainers. Yeah. It depends but on what you want to do. You'll need to battle at least one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Any sculpture will be, like Diglett will be missing one piece. Mm -hmm. So you need to get one piece from a gym trainer. Now, important question. Is it Cantonian Diglett or Alolan Diglett? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Very okay. important, especially for when it's dog trio. Yeah. <laughs> Alolan, because that's way more fun. Do you know what one of the missing pieces is for Alolan dog trio? What? You make the hair with seaweed. Ah, yes. <laughs> so you're wandering around the beach, interacting with gym trainers, battling them to get pieces for your puzzles, and maybe picking up little other things from the beach. Yeah. Gathering items, bringing them back to the station, and assembling them into a Pokemon. Some cute stones you find be the eyes. Yeah, things like seaweed and yeah. stuff that you would use to put your puzzle together. Mm -hmm. And for the more complicated Pokemon, you would need to battle more trainers. So that sort of sets a difficulty level of whatever you feel like doing. And maybe if you decide to go for a more difficult puzzle, you get some other kind of reward for it. Like a boost in the battle, like in Opal's gym in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly like that. If you put in more work, you get a higher reward. Yeah. Nothing like crazy. Opal's stuff was kind of too much, I think. Mm. But something like that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the exact 
exact mechanic for that, I don't yeah. think, but you would get something for having done more work. <laughs> if you've done a more complex sand sculpture, you get a free sand attack at the start of the battle. <laughs> yeah, sure, something like that. The point is that the more effort you put in, the more reward that you yeah. get. And also it's puzzles. <laughs> and not a game-breaking reward, nothing like crazy, yeah. just a small bonus if you put in a little bit extra effort. Yeah, I personally, whenever I go into a gym, I go out of my way to battle all of the trainers oh, anyway, just because I feel like I'll miss something if I yeah. don't. Yeah. I can imagine though being the kind of trainer who still wants to battle every gym trainer, but then wants a more challenging gym battle, so chooses to not use all those pieces they've gotten to yeah. make the symbol sculpture, to be like, oh well, here's the difficult challenge there. Yeah, and that's exactly how it would work. It would present you with the options, you choose which one. If you don't have all of the pieces, it'll say that one's unavailable, but you'd still see what the sculpture is so that you can... Yeah, I'm imagining you move it. them around on the screen, like in uh, Generation 2, you had those puzzles to unlock unknown in the ruins of Alf. Like, sl- you had pieces to move around. There was like a Kabuto one, yeah. an Aerodactyl one, and like actual literal puzzles. I remember those, because like, I really liked them. A jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like those. Yeah. I just like puzzles, so I, yeah. wanted, I really wanted my gym to have like a puzzle. More puzzles in Pokemon. <laughs> we like them. Yeah. <laughs> and so then once you have completed your sand sculpture, I feel like in the overworld at that point, like your sculpture is visible. Oh, yeah. Like, sitting there on the beach. Of course. <laughs> There's also just Sandy Gast and Palisand just kind of like chilling. Of course. Everywhere. <laughs> yep. I just thought of a silly cute thing. There's at least one that looks like a Sandy Gast or a Palisand, but actually it's a Diglett or a Dugtrio that's just got some extra sand <laughs> over it. It's just pretending. All the other way around, you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. what appears to be a Diglett or a Dugtrio, but it's actually, it's made of sand because it is Sandy Gast or Palisand. Yeah. It's changed. There's all kinds of fun <laughs> things you can do playing with uh, the, the beach scene. Yeah. That feels like a little puzzle that might be going, not in the gym, but somewhere else in town. Almost like the find all the Diglett in yeah. the Pokemon Sword and Shield yeah. DLC, but it's find the one Sandy Gosh that's really a Diglett in disguise. Because <laughs> they're they're all over this town. Yeah. So once you've completed your sculpture, mm-hmm. you fight the gym leader. The gym leader. Because so many of our guests are in the same 2030s age range. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to have gym leaders who weren't that age range, so particularly like a younger child to teenager and or a much older gym leader. Yeah. And so my gym leader is a cool grandma. <laughs> yeah, because I already called dibs on having a younger one. And also, like, <laughs> I am a grandma. Like, in my heart. In my heart. Like, that is... Someday I'm going to be the coolest grandma and I will have reached my peak physical form. Well, when you say a grandma, is she a literal grandma? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually thinking that she might be the player's actual grandma. Yeah, that's really cool. Apart from the player's mother, you don't typically get any family for the player in the games. The only other time you've had family for the player was Norman in Generation 3, who's just the fifth gym leader and it's kind of just there, I guess. Mm, I thought it would be fun, especially for like the first and or final gym. Yeah, yeah. You get there and it's a relative. It's someone mm-hmm. that you know, and they are either so excited to like set you off on your journey yeah. that you're they're the first gym that you've gone to, and, yeah. they're, and they're wishing they're, you luck. They're just proud that like, oh, you're finally going on your Pokemon journey. I love Pokemon too. And they're yeah, and they're so excited for you. Or they're the final gym that you're facing, and they're like again so proud of you because you've made it this far, and they're gonna give you the hardest fight that they can because they know that you can do it and they believe in you. Just imagine if your final challenge is a Pokemon trainer before the league 
The final gym challenge as a trainer is to battle your grandmother. Yes. <laughs> give me some, give, describe this grandmother for me then. She lives in a beach. Yeah, so she's definitely got leathery tan skin. Yeah, like yeah, she's, yeah. you know, been out on the beach her whole life. Yeah, maybe a little bit reddish. A little bit, a little bit yeah. too much sun exposure. But also she sets a good example by being covered in sunscreen. Yeah, she's covered in sunscreen. <laughs> um, she is wearing sensible sandals, mm-hmm. shorts down to her knees, but then a swimsuit underneath. Okay. But kind of, you know, like a sensible one piece. Yeah, an old fashioned, like vertical stripes. Yeah, yeah. Big floppy hat. Big floppy big hat. Big floppy hat. You yes. love a big floppy hat. Big floppy hat. Neither glasses or sunglasses, I'm not sure yet. Mm. Um, and then, like, around her shoulders, I can picture this, like, knitted shawl, but it's a lace knit. I was gonna say, that sounds hot to me. No, you can do, like, a kind of knit where it's really holy and it's just, like, really <laughs> loose. Anyway, I picture this lightweight beach shawl that she's made herself. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kind of a go-getter, do-it-all grandma. Yeah, this is me as a grandma. <laughs> this is your cool grandma who's gonna take you out to see the tide pools, yeah. who knits herself things, yeah. is, you know... Buys outside. you lots of rock candy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> So name. Yeah. Okay. So because we're not doing self-inserts, we don't need to just use our own names to be proud of having that. We get to really go all in on the silly Pokemon pun names. Yeah. What do you got? So I've got a general beach name, which is like Shelly, which is fine, whatever. Sure. It's not my strongest, but I felt like I needed to throw it out there. Hmm. We've also got the obvious Sandy. Of course. We've got Sandra. Oh. We've got Cassandra. Oh. That's all I've got. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're all fine, at least. I'm not a big fan of Cassandra for this because it makes mm. me think of like the prophet Cassandra. Yeah, it's not the strongest one. That makes me think of like a psychic type trainer or a ghost yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. That would fit really well for that. Yeah. I think Sandy is too on the nose. Pretty obvious. I mean, they've gone pretty obvious in the past. The first gym leader ever was Brock. Yeah. But also, I think Sandra has that old lady vibe to it. Yeah. I mean, not like old lady, but like it could be an old lady name. No, no, no. If you're listening to this and your name is Sandra, you are inherently now an old lady. <laughs> it's just like a little bit more classy than Sandra. Sure. It's a little bit more subtle, but it's still right there. The first four letters are S-A-N-D. Yeah. It's not really hiding. Yeah, I really like Sandra. Yeah. Sandra, the ground-type beach grandma gym leader. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say about the gym or Sandra? Nope. Okay, in that case, Alex, what's it time for next? Who's that Pokemon? Okay, so it's a ground type gym, but very specifically it's focused on sand. So I'm expecting some kind of sand-based Pokemon here. Yes, which is a shame because Sandy Guest already exists. So yeah. we have to do something different. Yeah, just doing a literal sandcastle would have been great. I love Sandy Guest. I would have happily taken it as my signature. But we want to do cool new Pokemon. Yes. Alas. Oh well. What have we got instead? I made a list of potential creatures, <laughs> um, which could potentially make... Alright, start with the silliest <laughs> and let's build our way up. Ghost crab. <laughs> but again, because I already have Sandy Guest on my team, I didn't want to double dip into yeah. a ghost type. Hold on, why is it a ghost? Oh no, that's a type of crab. It's, it's a, a type of crab. Okay. Ghost, there's a type of crab <laughs> called a ghost crab, and I thought that that was really neat. Just that's the only type of crab you'd want to do. You wouldn't want to do any other type of crab. I thought about a horseshoe crab also. Okay. But that's been done twice. I also thought about a sandpiper. That's the little birds from that cute Pixar short. Yeah, they're little birds that like peck at the sand. That's so pretty. They're very cute and. And that's one of the stronger ones is a sandpiper. Hmm. I also thought about sand dollars. <laughs> but c- I am only familiar with sand dollars through Animal Crossing. Oh. They just what 
are sand dollars. I think they're a type of urchin. Okay, it's <laughs> so weird. I thought about sand dollars a lot because I really liked the idea of a sand dollar Pokemon, but I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to have it evolve. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with having Pokemon that don't evolve. And there's things like Pukamuku and Pinkurchin that are small and round and don't evolve. Yeah. But they don't really work as a signature Pokemon for both a first and a last gym leader. If that's your signature Pokemon when you're the first gym leader in one game, and then the other game that's still your signature when you're the last, that feels... No. Yeah. yeah. For this specifically, I want a Pokemon that can evolve at least once. Yeah, Ideally yeah. twice, but at least once. Sure, yeah. To get that variation in strength. Mm-hmm. So, sadly, I'm going to say no to the Sand Dollar, although I did have some really fun ideas if you would tell you about Please? some of my terrible Sand Dollar ideas. Tell me about your ridiculous Sand Dollar ideas. I'm sure they're bizarre. Sand Dollar Roomba? Generic non-name brand Roomba. Yes. <laughs> The sand dollar vacuum cleaner. <laughs> sand dollar yes. rounds floor automatic small circular <laughs> vacuum that's not a Roomba. I thought Definitely about not. a sand dollar and then like a stack of sand dollars like pancakes. <laughs> what? Why pancakes? I don't know. I told you I didn't come up with anything cohesive. <laughs> I thought about sand dollar and then four sand dollars that are tires on like a little sand dune buggy. What else have you got? I did have one other idea that I think is probably the strongest one that I had. Okay. And it's a starfish. Okay. Which has been done before. Yeah, but only the one time. Exactly. In generation one with, you know, a very simple, oh, it's a star. Ha, get it? And they're very angular and hmm. non-organic. Oh, but, oh. Star you and star me. Right, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like they're made out of gems or something. Oh, even metal. Yeah. Yeah, they are odd. So yeah, going for something a bit more organic and mm-hmm. living. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is a starfish that is essentially made out of sand. Yeah, I love it. Nice and wiggly. Sand yeah, moves. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stage one, mm-hmm. just a regular five-pointed starfish. It's made out of sand. It lays flat sure. on the ground yep. with its legs sticking out. I think it'll have some pretty beach stones or sea glass or something. Sure. Sort of acting as eyes on the top of it. When you say on the top of it. Like the back of the starfish. In the center. Yes. Because I know she's described as being laying down flat, but I guess because of how Star you and Star Me depicted, you say the top of it, and I'm thinking on the point that is up top. No. It's just got a pair of googly eyes sitting no. on the point. <laughs> no. It basically does have... <laughs> googly eyes but on the middle the center Mm -hmm. so it's laying on its stomach if you know what starfish are like they lay flat on their stomach Mm. and then their arms spread out you mean they don't tend to spin through the air like shuriken (laughs) no so like very basic baby starfish it's made out of sand it's a little bit wiggly and maybe like a little bit unbalanced maybe some limbs are slightly longer like it looks like it's been made out of sand and not perfectly okay that's neat that's that's cute and then it evolves and I'm thinking for the middle stage instead of laying flat on the ground it just sort of stands up on the end of its toes. (laughs) Okay. So like each of the limbs is touching the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the center of it is raised up. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you would like the creepy Pokemon. Leave me alone. (laughs) It stands up on the tip of its legs and at this point I think it's got a few more adornments. Maybe it's got a little bit of seaweed on it. It's gathered a few more shiny rocks, Mm -hmm. maybe some shells. Like it's making itself pretty with things it's found on the beach. Yeah. Again, still a little bit lumpy and 
mm-hmm. wonky because it's made out of sand. Also, it has a few more legs than last time. Right, so it's not just a five point. And like, Stymie went to a ten point starfish technically. Yeah. But just being two stars. Because starfish don't necessarily have five limbs, right? No. They normally do? That's a kind of starfish is like a five pointed starfish. The, and that's a common one to see. The most common kind of starfish you're going to see will have five limbs. Typically, yeah. But the ocean is weird, guys. Yeah, you can like cut off half of a starfish's leg and it'll grow into like two legs. <laughs> starfish are weird. Starfish are super weird. Ocean life is weird. <laughs> When we get to abilities, I'll tell you about how they spit their stomachs out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm thinking seven or eight limbs at this stage. I like eight for having a symmetry. I think, like, an eight-point style, it would stand out and be unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got eight legs now. It's a weird (laughs) octopus. Oh, it is a weird octopus. (laughs) And so for its final evolution, it stands fully upright, sort of in the position that you would picture Star You or Star Me in. Okay. But it's got, like, just so many legs. Uh. <laughs> just, like, so I think they're called sunflower sea stars? Yeah, or okay. sunflower starfish? They kind of got weird crab energy going on, too. Yeah, they got, like, weird octopus-looking vibes, uh, and they just have so, so many legs. How, I'm gonna count. How many does this one have? One, two, three, four. Twenty! Perfect. Adult sunflower sea stars usually have 16 to 24 limbs. Mm. It'll have have at least 16 legs. Good. <laughs> that's double the eight. So double that, the eight. Should the first one have four? No, because that's weird. That, that is like, weird. I think starting looking like the classic depiction of a sea star, yeah. you know what you're getting into then. Like, ah, yes, a starfish. That's what it looks like. Oh, that's a weird starfish. Oh, that's a weird starfish. Yeah, I like a weird <laughs> starfish. Oh, I'm imagining if it had a Gigantamax form. <gasps> oh, so many limbs. Oh, gross. So many limbs. So many gross legs. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Why is it standing upright? So this is its final evolution. It's standing upright because that's sort of what the evolution was. Was it being on the ground and then it's starting to stand up and now it's standing up. And that's how (laughs) you're going to get it the biggest. It's like the history of Snorlax's sprites. (laughs) When it started laying down and over 20 years started sitting up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So now it's standing so that you can see its whole shape mm-hmm. and how many terrifying limbs that it has. <laughs> it has also picked up an increasing number of sea glass and pretty stones and shells and seaweed okay. and stuff. I'm picturing down the tops of the arms, down the middle of the limbs, mm-hmm. and then like eyes. Maybe like a circle of weird eyes in the middle. Oh, it's like a spiral? Maybe? Mm. I was thinking just like a ring. Do you have a second type in mind for this evolution line? Water makes sense. Yeah. Because starfish. Yeah, but also water is the only starfish currently existing, and it's like, eh. Yeah. I could also see ground rock as it collects these pretty stones and mm-hmm. things. Kind of boring, though. It feels right for the Pokemon, but not for the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. these signature Pokemon, we're very much designing them for the gym, I think. Yeah. It doesn't have to have a secondary type as the thing. Mm. It could be pure ground. Yeah, I would also be perfectly happy with it being pure ground. In that case, maybe we go with that, because I think we're a little bit lacking in monotype Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. Especially as a full evolution line. Yeah. So let's keep it pure ground. Yeah. It'll probably have one or two fire moves in its final form. Sure, because of the sun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like it can learn sunny day and then maybe yeah. like a flamethrower. Maybe even get solar beam. Solar beam would be cool. Yeah, that would fit thematically. Yeah. So um, it can have some cool like sun vibes and just be pure ground. Yeah. And if part of your battle strategy you want to be using grass type moves like solar beam or fire type moves, you could have it become a fire or grass type with an elemental shard so it could take more advantage of those other abilities. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that there's a single three stage pure ground type line in Pokemon. 
Ha-ha. So okay. now the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's favorite part of Poker Makers. The part that gets edited out a lot. That's the new jingle. I like it. For the part of the episode where we come up with names. So I don't know if this is deliberately because it's a star, but the class that starfish belong to is called Asteroidia. <laughs> Starfish are also apparently known as asteroids. Incredible. There That's could gotta be, something be because they're stars. I probably? That's incredible. But still, it's something to play with. Sure, okay, so asteroids. Tide pal. Ah! <laughs> It. Oh, it's a little tide. It's a little pile. It's from the tide pool. Oh, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, like tide pool. Oh, <laughs> that's silly. This will, oh, this is going to be a really cool program. You're going to be able to find it in watery areas, but it's not a water type, which needs to yeah, happen more. I, I like that kind of thing. I love in New Pokemon Snap that you find cradly under the ocean. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was something I really liked about Pokemon Snap, was uh, like the variety of Pokemon you can find underwater. Oh, I've got a great name for my starfish. Patrick. <laughs> Hello, is this Tide Pal? No, this is Patrick. Starfish have tube feet. They do have tube feet. Operated by a hydraulic system. What does tube feet mean? Oh, they're hydraulics? I guess. What does any of this mean? Hydraulics is water pressure that's moving the feet. So filling the feet with water. But ours does it with sand. Yes. So hydraulic. Sandraulic. No, because it's hydro. Ancient Greek word for sand. So is there a study of sand? Arenologists. Because long ago in Greece, sports arenas were covered with sand. Oh. Arenaroid. I don't hate that. Do you think that's the middle one? I think that's the middle one. Okay, sure. Sandstrewn place of combat. Okay, so it's personality. It's, it's fighty. It's fighty. Sunflower sea stars is a large sea star found in the Northeast Pacific. Is that why I'm so familiar with them? I see them in aquariums all the time. Yeah, it's found in this kind of area. Yeah. Pycnopodia helianthoides. Sun, sun. And asteroid. Can we just call it helianthoid? Is that allowed? Okay, well, using helianthoid. Helio. Yeah, Heliostar. We play that a bit. Solanthoid. 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 Solanthoid's cool. And it sounds alien again. Mm-hmm. Tide Pal, Arenaroid, Solanthoid. They sound like aliens. Mm-hmm. They look really creepy. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's the kind of thing we like put in the Pokedex entries that some people believe that they are aliens as well. Yeah. Okay, super quick. Let's run through abilities for this. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier. I did. And I think you're going to like this. <laughs> so a weird thing that starfish do is that they eject out their entire stomachs to encase whatever it is that they want to eat and then dissolve it from the outside, absorbing the nutrients that way. Which sounds a lot like a certain Pokemon that you might know. Yes, that is very much like the innards out ability of Pukamuku. Although I've got to say, you think I would like this? Oh, I guess not. No, it's so weird and creepy. I think it's cool. Of course you do. (laughs) I think this whole line might have that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the ability does? No, what does it do? When the Pokemon that has the ability is knocked out, it does damage back. It's in its come out and it deals damage. In the case of Pukumuku, it's got like a fist that comes out. Yeah, I like that. I'm imagining it's still made of sand. Probably just like it looks like another limb of the starfish because you don't want it to look like it's actually a stomach. Do you want it to be its main ability? I think so. Mm -hmm. I think it should have some kind of water absorb-like ability. Mm. There are a bunch of these in Pokemon, but it's sand. Sand absorbs water really well. It's not like damaged by it in the same way that flooding ground would actually make it get damaged. There's of course the classic water absorb. The original, it just makes you immune to water-type moves, and if you would take damage from them, instead you gain HP. That's pretty good. It's great. Storm Drain. Storm Drain didn't originally make you immune to water-type moves, but it does now. It also draws in water-type moves, so if you're in a double battle, and a water-type move is used on your teammate, it will instead hit you. Oh. And then the bonus you get is it boosts your special attack. Oh, neat. The most recent ability that interacts with being hit by water-type moves, it is the ability of Sandy Gust and Palisand. 
It's water compaction because oh. the water being hit makes you compact. When the Pokemon with it is hit by a water type move, its defense rises by two stages, so oh. significant boost. It's not immune to water type moves, so it still takes damage, but it's now more able to take a hit. I like that a lot. Like uh, flavorfully, I think that one's the best it's one. It's going to be the most flavorful because it's literally the one they made for the yeah, sand castle. It is made for a sand creature, and this is also yeah. that. Do you want it to have another ability? It could have one of those other immunity granting water sure, abilities. Sure, yeah. Those seem like a little bit more powerful, so, so maybe those are the hidden ones. Sure. So, Inner Doubt or Water Compaction for its main abilities, and Hidden Ability, Water Absorb. <laughs> I wasn't, like, super sold on a lot of the ground-type stuff. Like, I was willing to go along with it because it makes the most sense. Yeah. And I did really want to make a gym, and I was most excited for, like, the puzzle aspect of, course. of it. But having now made these, <laughs> and having made this grandma, like, um, I, I, like, I do feel really connected to this now, because, yeah. like, the Pokemon is so weird and so funky. This is your Pokemon. This is my Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So today, we have created a ground-type gym, the first gym in Pokemon North, or the last gym in Pokemon South, with a very beachy, sandy-themed focus. Gym trainers who are buried in the sand and playing beach volleyball, classic beach activities, and a gym puzzle that involves you building a sand sculpture, and the cool beach grandma, Sandra, who is the gym leader of this gym. Yeah! <laughs> we also made some weird-as-heck Pokemon! <laughs> and it is weird, what have we got? We've got Tide Pal, we've got Arena Roid, We've got Solanthoid. Thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as... No Dice. Green Mountain Mysteries. And our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter, at Admiral Amara. And while you're there on Twitter, you can also find us. We are at Pokemakers. And you can find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. If you have any other ideas or concepts you'd like to see us discuss or you'd like to share, we would love to see them. Tell us about your weird Pokemon ideas. And as a reminder, we have merch available at Pocket Podcast Network slash shop. You can find stickers of the starters for Alcia. We've got t-shirts. Is there a poster? There's a poster. There's a poster. Again, that's pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash shop. Check it out. But until next time, gotta gotta make them all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. We're three friends who went to college together. Hey, Gabe, did you know that Akira Kurosawa has a writing credit on Star Wars? I didn't know that. Good, because I made it up. I have one. The creator of the Frisbee made his ashes into a commemorative run of Frisbees. I don't believe you. That's 100% real, my dude. Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Every other Wednesday. On the Pocket Podcast Network.